Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know my badass bitch, my sidekick, my mean bulldog, Master John Lord Manager Hotkick! That was so impressive. Right. I told him yesterday I was going to see how long I could do it. I think I could do longer. Did you Did you pee your diaper a little bit? I, I sharded a little. A little bit. Okay. That's exciting. So <laughs> Right? <laughs> so exciting. So, John, our good friend Paige, she wrote in again. She did. She heard our podcast. She did. She And she listened to it. We're doing this in it. real time. She heard the podcast yes. today. Wrote us, and now we're going to give everybody an update. We are. Okay. You ready for the update, John? I'm ready. Okay. So Paige said, I listened to the podcast. I love your advice for both me and him. I've tried breaking up in the past with him, but he says he's sorry and he'll do better. So I stay with him. But I feel like it's just pulling teeth to get him to text, role play with me about anything. He said he likes to show me in person. And in about 10 minutes in, he's tired and asks me if I can ride him. Also, I always make him come by giving him amazing blowjobs. He says I'm the best at giving them and at riding him. It just feels very selfish to me that I give him what he wants, but he never gives me back what I need in return, which is an in-depth text or physical role play about kidnapping or teacher student. Everything else about him is amazing, though. He's thoughtful and caring and always asks about how I'm feeling if I'm struggling with him. He's never yelled at me or been toxic like I'm used to with my ex. It's honestly just the sexual aspect that I'm really struggling with. So I'm used to having my fantasies fulfilled because I was a kid and basically I was talking online to pedophiles at 16 and 17 and I got introduced to BDSM that way. I've been infatuated ever since, but my boyfriend is vanilla and it's like I have to explain what I want and it doesn't come naturally to him and it just ends up with him feeling pleased and not me. Sorry for this long ass message. I just wanted to vent and how I'm feeling about it is all. Wow. Wow. Sad. It is. There's a couple points in there that she made. I think she's answered her own question. Yes. One, she says, it just feels really selfish that I please him and he won't do it in return. That's the number one problem. Number two, she she mentioned that it's a need for her. A lot of times, we've talked about this on the podcast, BDSM isn't just something that we do. It's For a lot of people, it's a need. We have cross-dressers that they try to suppress it, and they go years and years to try to suppress it, but it makes them miserable. It's kind of like um, if you're gay, and you try to suppress it, and you get married, and you have kids, and you have this whole life that you're supposed to have, and society tells you you're supposed to have, but you're fucking miserable, and you make everybody else around you miserable, and it's toxic, and the kids aren't healthy, the relationship's not healthy, because you aren't being who you genuinely are, and it's tearing you apart on the inside. And you can't give a healthy relationship unless you have a healthy relationship with yourself. So the fact that she needs these things is a very big determinant around the, the relationship. And sex is a need, you know, food, shelter, water, sex, yes. those are needs. And if your needs aren't being met, you need to find somebody who can. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, he, he sounds like a great guy and that's good, but there are a lot of great guys out there that would be compatible 
with what she needs. Hmm. That's my sensibility for the day. So, so what we're saying is, well, you still got to dump his ass. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what John is ten saying. Ten minutes, what the fuck? Yeah, ten minutes, <laughs> Ten the minutes, fuck? God. I'm tired after ten minutes. Okay, so let's break this down. Okay? All right. All right, this is my perspective. I'm on the same page with John. Honestly, Paige, it's not going to work. And John is absolutely right. You know, you have cross-dressers, you have people, you have gay people that stick through a relationship or marriage. You know, they do it for the kids or they do it for financial reasons. There's no legitimate reason to be miserable and waste your life and your time and energy on a relationship that's not working and it's not 100% compatible. And it's sad that you have to compare when you state, well, he doesn't yell at me. He's not abusive like my last boyfriend you know the fact of it is that is a sad comparison right you shouldn't have to even say that like well he's not as bad as the first one or as my ex that should not even even come into play with any of that that statement so the other fact of it is you know you you want to be dominated you want to either have a teacher student uh, role play either acted upon or via text and or you want to have a kidnap scene done so that tells me you've probably always gone for a dominant man you know expecting these things to happen I don't know how old you are you've really never said that maybe that's something you could address in our next email Um, but the simple fact of it is life is too short you know we talk about that as well you know don't it's not going to work either he's not smart enough or he doesn't have the initiative or he's maybe submissive in a sense or maybe he just doesn't care enough you know so if you don't want to leave him you can you know delve into fet life you can join some local groups you could see if there's a dungeon where you're at i mean you can see if he's okay with you venturing and and exploring with someone else in that that sense but at the same time you know you're involving a third person in a relationship where he's lacking and i again i still think you're a little bit in denial with the simple fact of he gets tired his little hand gets tired after a few minutes of using the massager on your clit right like that doesn't fly right and i was thinking the same thing a lot of people will send women will send their husbands to the dungeon yeah to give them what they need because sure. they realize it's a need for them. Yeah. They send them because it's something that they can't Selflessly do. Selflessly too. Selflessly. Yes. Because it's something that they can't do. Yes. You know, then they realize that. So people will go out and find part play partners or doms. But in this situation, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to work. It's not going to because work. the underlying problem isn't necessarily that he can't. He, 10 minutes in and he, he do, he's, he's not tired and he through. doesn't want to do anything. No. He, he should be he's overjoyed to, to get you to have an orgasm. He should be like, oh my God, Paige, you're fucking sexy. You're so hot. Let me please you. Let me do it. I mean, you suck my dick good. You ride me good. Let me satisfy you. Right. And not just on fucking special holiday right. either. Because you know? 10 minutes in, he's not even fucking trying. No. 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 I think you're, again, I think you're in denial. I think he is really setting 
<laughs> the stage for for everything. I think that you right, know it's just going to get worse. It's just going to get worse. Exactly. You know, it's like, and you know, you don't want to cheat on them. You know, I mean, that doesn't that doesn't right, she sounds follow like she, anything. She loves, she cares about them. Yeah, a lot. yeah, but you know, you can love and care about somebody and not be sexually compatible. Right. You don't have. I'm, I love a lot of people that I'm not in a relationship with. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you know, give you advice as well on this end. So. I had an abusive first husband. I was young, you know, 21 when, when we got involved. <clears throat> and I'd really never had a, like, actual relationship that I was wanting a future with. And, you know, when we got married, um, you know, he didn't like BDSM. And I had been involved in BDSM, you know, in my teens. And <clears throat> he still was not, you know, compatible in that sense. And he was... You know, he was selfish in a sense because he didn't want to act out anything I wanted him to do, you know. Right. And people can be sexually compatible. Yeah. And not be compatible in other aspects. Yes. But here's the thing. There's so many people out there. Be genuine to yourself. Know who you are. Love yourself. And find somebody that's going to fill all of your needs because they're yes. out there. There yes. are people out there. You're going to find someone. And Paige, there's going to be somebody, <clears throat> like John said, there's somebody out there for you. There's going to be somebody who be, who's going to be like wanting you to satisfy you every moment of every part of the day who wants to skip out on work just so he can have sex with you and, you know, do like, you know, crazy scenes and BDSM scenes with you. And, oh, yes. You know, and really, what does it take? If your boyfriend even give a shit about this whole situation, there is like litter erotica, you know, there's uh, littererotica.com. There's, um, there's another one. Oh, what's the other site um, for stories on oh, kidnapping and everything? There's another one on there. I'll attach them. I'll, but, I'll send you a link. But kidnapping wasn't our only fantasy. Teacher student. Te- teacher student was that another one's one. That so easy. That's so easy. And it's not that far out. It's not. And, you know, he could take a little erotica. Uh, excuse me. I, I need to quit saying that. <laughs> He needs to take an erotic story clipping, copy and paste it. Right. You know, fill your fucking name in it. But he's not even wanting to take that kind of initiative. Right. Something so simple to do. When I think of student teacher, listen, I hope he's listening to the podcast. Dress up in a little schoolgirl uniform, real short miniskirt. Yeah. Come in. I need to work on my grades. What can we do? Yeah. He bends you over, gives you a spanking. Yeah. I think she's you know? tried some different yeah. things like that. But it's, again, there's he's, so many he gets easy, tired. simple things he could do. But 10 minutes in, that, you haven't even started foreplay yet. Bullshit. Bullshit. And any man who wants to rush through sex, there's something that he wants that's lacking it's there. Selfish. Yeah. If they're rushing through. It's selfish. Yeah. It's selfish. Yeah. I don't care how tired a man is. There's an underlying something that he wants that he's not getting. And he's just not being truthful with you because one, he just doesn't give a shit. He's fulfilling it elsewhere. He's probably jacking off to porn. Probably. Yeah. But, you know, and you mentioned it doesn't matter how tired it is. There's times I've been tired and I'm older. And, you know, sometimes you get tired and your body doesn't work the way you want it to. That doesn't mean you can't still do things just because you can't get an erection at that moment. There's so many other things you can do. I have a feeling they're like early 30s. That's my feeling. But oral sex is a thing. Toys are a thing. Touching, caressing, candles. You know, 
there's so many things you can do that don't involve penetration. Yeah. Because it is creating a fantasy. You know, and it is a mind fuck. You know, Paige, you legitimately want a mind fuck. Exactly. You know. What she wants. Yeah. And, you know, we've done kidnapping scenes. Our kidnapping scenes are fucking hot. You know, we've, <laughs> we've dragged people in there. We have made men cry. But that's what they've wanted. You brought somebody over to my house one day and pulled them out of the trunk. Oh, yeah. You sure did. Bella and I did that. Right in front of the neighbors. Yeah, right right in front of the neighbors. Like, oh, no big deal here. Let me undo their handcuffs. You're good. Um, but, yeah, come on over down to Pensacola. <laughs> we'll stick your ass hey, in the come trunk. to Pensacola. We'll show you a good time. And fuck, yeah. We'll rape you in our backyard for fun. Yeah, yeah. We'll tie you to the tree. We'll get all kinds of people to rape you. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Sodomize you. Anything you want. We'll get the school teacher, the, the headmaster. Exactly. We'll get him to rape you. But we're still sticking to our, our original statement, and yeah. that is leave him. Yeah. He's he's, he's not, selfish. It's not going to work. He's not the one. He's not the one. And honestly, you're going to look back. I mean, if John, if he had stayed with his first wife, oh my God. he would have never had the fucking experiences he's had now. So he's thankful for the fucking divorce. Right. Right? Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 And my first wife, sex was amazing. Yeah. It was, but... The rest of it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. So, you got to live your dream, both sexually and in the real world, vanilla or not. He is not the one. But. Okay. You ready, John? So, it's a nice topic. We're going to talk about it. This is for you, Paige. We love you, baby. Lovepinky.com. <laughs> Sexual compatibility. 47 signs to tell if you're incompatible and ways to fix it. Now, we've already said we're not fixing this one. But. <laughs> here are a few ways you can. Right? Do you and your partner have sexual compatibility? I don't know. Maybe. Or do you both have two different styles? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Learn all about this and what you can do. Okay. Yes. <laughs> this is exciting. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, there's a lot of table of contents. There's a lot. Yeah. We can Let's skip that. Let's just skip that. Let's go on to number one. Okay, but what can if, we can we say what is sexual compatibility? Do, you Do, can say whatever you want. Oh, I think so too, John. Right? It's your podcast. All right. What is sexual compatibility, Mia? <laughs> it says there are many different kinds of compatibility. Compatibility? Yes. Yay, me. <laughs> <laughs> and the sexual kind is very important to any romantic relationship. Absolutely. But what does that actually mean? Well, here are some things that make two people sexually compatible. Number one, John. You have the same expectations about sex. Okay. If one person wants to have sex three times a day and one person wants three times a month or year, then you are not compatible. Maybe sex makes one feel loved and desired, but for the other, it's more akin to physical activity or even a chore. Both people need to have the same expectations surrounding sex. Otherwise, one or both will end up disappointed. That's right. Wow, it's a chore. And we Sound to, familiar, doesn't it? Oh my it? god, I have to have sex with you three times a year? Fuck. Mm -hmm. Dump that ass. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Number two. You like the same kind of sex. Some people are quite vanilla when it comes to sex. They like traditional positions and don't like to get adventurous. While other people are wild and crazy and like to try new things like BDSM. Yeah. <laughs> and fucking Mia's chair in her dungeon. Hey, so you you're not going to let that go, are you? I am not. 
<laughs> so you both have to be on the same page about the kind of sex you like to well, have. We were on the same page when we fucked on that chair. I would have been fine if she had been sitting in my chair with you eating her pussy, not your bare ass <laughs> on my chair while, while getting rode. Wow. It, you just tell all my shit. You always try to get me in trouble. <laughs> It was great. (laughs) Number three, you can communicate about sexual needs. If one of you is touching somewhere and it doesn't feel good, you are comfortable letting your partner know. Or if you feel like you want to have sex a little more often, you don't feel scared to tell them. You can talk about your sexual needs and neither of you gets offended. That's important. Yeah. If you can't talk to each other about what you want and what you need... We're going to say need really loud. Need, need page. Need. You can't talk about what you need. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get what you need. That's and right. it sounds like Paige has expressed what she needs, but he's not able to fulfill that for her. Not wanting to. It's the but yeah, communication. Yeah. If you don't talk to each other about what you want, what you need, you're never going to get it. That's right. So, you both focus on pleasing each other. There it is. There you go. Paige, it says it here. Selfish lovers are no fun to be with. Right. <laughs> so, to be sexually compatible, you have to focus on fulfilling each other's needs. If one of you takes longer to orgasm than the other, then it's no problem. Both of you want to please the other and <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> both of you want to please the other person and put in the effort to do so. Yeah. That's really a key sentence there, is it not? Right. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about it before. She wants that mental stimulation. If you get that mental stimulation before you have the act, it's so much easier to bring that person to orgasm. Because if you're in the mood, it's really easy. If you're not... You're never going to get there. So he's not stimulating her. Yes. Before before they have sex. And Paige, here's another thing. He should be getting you a fucking vibrator and toy that is off the chain. Like spend some money on that shit. Right. Yes. My She's, wonderful slave boy just herself. ordered a two hundred dollar massager she for says me. Herself. <laughs> she, she gives him amazing blowjobs and makes him come. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if she didn't have a mouth to do that with. <laughs> how, how, how about you don't give him a blowjob until he makes you come? There you go. I bet he. I bet he'll do it longer than ten minutes later. But then she doesn't want to top. She doesn't want to be that. Right. And that's the part that you know is a little throws a snag in it all. That is. Okay, John. How important is sexual compatibility? It's so important. It's so important. <laughs> <laughs> Some people have very high sex drives, while others do not. So if someone has a deep desire for sex and a physical connection with their partner, then sexual compatibility is very important to them. However, if someone has a low drive, then sex isn't much of a priority to them. Ideally, you want to look for someone who matches your sex drive. Having two people with a high sex drive or two people with a low sex drive works the best. Absolutely. Because you get hurt feelings. Oh, you do? I've been in relationships before when my partner didn't have a high sex drive, and I did, and I'm just like, okay, well, it's been three months. Can we have sex, please? Okay, so... Sure. It, it does. It hurts your feelings when they reject you. It feels like a rejection. Sure. Now, this is when you're talking in your 40s, right? But if these people are young... No, I was young. So, I was in my 20s. 
Oh, okay. Well, maybe she was on wrong medication, right? I don't know. Okay. It was my it second was wife. <laughs> Paige, they were all crazy. Different but- wife. <laughs> John like crazy women. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> I just got stuck with You like the crazy <laughs> ones that are bad. John. Crazy yes, women like John. women like me. <laughs> oh, John. Okay. Because I'm exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, <laughs> made me kind of completely lost at this point, but okay. it goes back to um, the whole concept of sexual compatibility. Is my point? We were talking about it. Okay, lost that moment. All right, you were talking about me. Oh, the low sex drive. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> I was going to say, like John, who's older, you know, they might ask. Wow. Mrs. Shaymaid, shut up, Bella. I don't need your input. Well, listen. I still have a high sex drive. <laughs> yes, you, you do. Much. Yes, you do. However, the whole deal with Paige is I think I think her boyfriend is masturbating behind her back. A lot. Yeah. 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 I think he's masturbating some kinky porn or something that he's not going to tell her. And when they're having sex, he's closing his eyes and yeah. thinking about the porn. Yep. Been there. Been there, done that, huh? Oh, yeah. Telling you, Paige, there's more to it than you think. Okay. (laughs) Go ahead, John. All right. The biggest signs of sexual compatibility. Let's be straight here. Being in a relationship relationship. (laughs) doesn't have to be all about that emotional connection BS. Of course, sexual compatibility has something to do with where the relationship is going. So, yes. It's very important. If you're not sexually compatible, you're not going to have a successful relationship. Yes. All right. So then it all boils down to great communication. Right. Yes. And and it says here, it says that when you have the same views on how important sex is in the relationship, for example, your partner doesn't value the role of sex in your relationship the same way that you do. You need to communicate that. Your partner will not make the same effort in making the the deed special. As what you would. Right. Yeah. Sounds like he's a selfish love. It does. So that jumps into sexual kindness. Sexual kindness. Here we go. (laughs) This is the part. Both of you, both of you are willing to give as much as you receive. This means you care about your partner's sexual satisfaction as much as your own. That is super important. You pleasure each other because it ups your libido too, in a way. And if ever your partner is not satisfied with your round, then at least make up for it the next time. Best of all, you don't use sex as ammunition for your battle for control of dominance in the relationship. So it sounds like, you know, she's very submissive. Yeah. He gets what he wants. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. And Paige, you sound like a really nice person. I think you're just... You're, you know, you're in that point in your life where you just kind of want to settle, you know, and you're giving him more credit than he deserves. Right. Saying, yeah. saying, well, he doesn't abuse me like my last boyfriend. That's not. Yeah, no, no. No comparison. No, okay. shouldn't be said. Anatomy. We don't talk about this a lot, but this no, is super important. Sexual chemistry is also about sexual anatomy. How you fit together physically, too small, too big, too wide, too tight, too tall, too short, etc. Plays a big role in how compatible you are in bed. Okay, that I completely disagree with. You do? I, I, I completely disagree with it. Uh, if I'm fucking a short person... Well, yeah. 
Come on. It doesn't matter. But if the dick's too big and it hurts. Oh. John well, always goes back to big dicks. Well, I'm saying. It's such a rare thing. But, you know, girls have different dynamics, too. Yeah. Some are bigger, some are tighter. Yeah. You need to find somebody that fits well with you. If sure. the sex isn't good, it doesn't feel good, if it's painful or it's not satisfying, sure. sometimes there's not a lot you can do about that. That's true. Toys only go so far. That's true. And, you know, there's different... <clears throat> there's somebody out there for everyone. Absolutely. So. Stage fright, anyone? Being in bed with someone feels like a performance sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. Performance anxiety is real. Yes, it is real, isn't it? <laughs> but the thing is, you're not hung up on the performance of it at all. Otherwise, it just becomes a chore, a goal, or an obligation. Numbers where your partner came, etc., shouldn't be the be-all, end-all of why you're doing it. And I didn't like the fact that, you know, you're like, oh, well, you owe me, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. No. Don't keep score. Nah. It's Okay. It's not about having sex. It's about the experience. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many times. Listen, I make my partner come oh, several times. I, I enjoy doing that. But I'm only going to come once if I come at all. If I don't come, you know what? I still had a good time. You know, it's not all about the orgasm. It's about the experience you're having and the journey and all the things that you're doing. You know, BDSM a lot of times doesn't include penetration. A lot of times we just put people on the cross and we we flog them, put them into subspace, and we bring them back. It, and there is no sexual interaction. Well, sometimes there is. It just depends. But it's not about keeping score. Oh, with Paige, this is different. You know, if she never ha ever had an orchid, that is a problem. <laughs> that is a huge fucking problem. But, you know, if the guy comes and says, well, I made you come five times, blah, 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 and he's getting all pissy about it, you know, that's a problem, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so true. Okay. Compromise. Yes. Early like a relationship, sexual compat compatibility is also about compromise. Even if the two of you don't entirely have the same preferences when it comes to how you want to receive head or how you want to be spanked, both of you at least settle on compromises. Okay. I have an issue with that. If yeah. you want to be spanked a certain way, mm -hmm. your partner shouldn't complain about having to spank you that way. No. Absolutely not. No. That's how you like to be spanked. Your partner should be like, great, I want to spank you like that. Yeah. And what difference does it make to the partner how they spank you? Yeah, exactly. If they're not giving you oral sex right the way you like it, tell them. And if they can't adjust how they're doing it to make you feel good, shouldn't be with them. That's right. And, you know, here's the other thing. Have you ever looked into a hissmith? Like, again, <laughs> my slave boy, he bought me a hissmith. Yeah, he did. You know? It's a nice fucking machine. You know? Come on. Boyfriend's not making a fucking effort. I'm sorry. I just keep saying that. When it comes to your libidos or level of experimentation, respecting what your partner is comfortable with and vice versa results in better sexual chemistry. That's true. Mm -hmm. You can't force somebody to do something they're not comfortable with. So, you know, it sounds to me like that is part of the problem underlying this relationship. He's not comfortable with doing the things that she needs, so he's not able to give those things to her. Besides the point that he's selfish and, and he doesn't want fun. to do it. He doesn't yeah. Want, you know, there's some people that just can't give you what you need. Mm, no. So. And, you know, here's another little tidbit. You know how many cross-dressers that John and I have talked to? And they've said, you know, 
I, I stay with my wife because I love her. I, you know, I just dress privately and she, she understands that I do those things privately. Um, I would want her to participate, but she doesn't, you know, we still stay married. You know, my wife is understanding, but she just doesn't want to participate in it. But that's it, not fulfilling. It's not fulfilling. But here's the other issue. We've had some that still do whatever their wives want. And, you know, they still feel unfulfilled. Right. Because they're know? submissive. Yeah. But they have this need. Even as a submissive, they have needs. Yeah. So you... You had a nice letter the other day. Somebody sent their husband over and wrote a little letter. Yeah. Said, he wants this, this, and this. Make him do this, this, and this. And, you know, she sent him over here and you did it. That's it. So, she couldn't fulfill the need, but she made a way that it could be fulfilled. That's right. So. So, now, we've talked about level of commitment. Mm-hmm. Only one. Now, if you've decided to be exclusive to each other, then a sign of sexual compatibility is you don't imagine having sex with anyone else. Right. Both parties. Both parties. If one party's a need or a desire or fantasy to have sex with someone else and the other one isn't, you know, maybe you're not compatible then either. And Paige, honestly, if you're laying in bed, and this is to all the listeners, if you're laying in bed after your partner is orgasmed and you're still unfulfilled and you lay back and you close your eyes or you're looking at the ceiling and you say to yourself, is this as good as it's going to get? Is this what my life is going to become? Right. And it sounds like this is an ongoing issue. It's an ongoing issue. Then that is when your life is shit. The relationship is not going to work. So bed and beyond, John. Bed and beyond. Just what this is exactly what you just said. Are you satisfied with your life in the bedroom and beyond? This means that you and your partner connect also on the same emotional level, which it doesn't seem like they do. They don't. You have great positive and constructive communication and connection that goes beyond yes, oh yes, I'm coming. <laughs> you yeah. actually understand each other and like each other's company even when sex isn't involved. That's it. You know, it's sad. I know this guy and he has come to us for many years and he comes to play in the dungeon. His name is Steve. And um, Steve is now going through divorce. He's been married to his to his significant other for you know, 25 plus years at this point, he's much older, but he's like, you know, we haven't had sex in years. We don't have sex. You know, he comes here for BDSM and we give him a great BDSM experience, but she's not into BDSM. She's not into sex. And I know they've gone 10, 15 plus years without having sex. And he's like, well, she's great everywhere else. Well, now they're getting a divorce. And why? Because they're both unfulfilled. Yeah. And that's what happens. So we're so, going to skip some of these. I think we need to end but, it. But I think, well, 13. Okay. I think 13 is important. All right. It's natural. Lastly, you know you're sexually compatible if your sex is effortless for both of you. You like the same things. You easily get turned on by, by each other. And you don't get into awkwardly uncomfortable positions. You don't feel disgusted or forced to do what you have to do. Simply put, being all over each other's bodies is as natural as breathing. Like you two are just made for each other. Exactly. And that they yeah. don't have that at all. They don't. She's trying to get this need fulfilled. He can't do it, won't do it. Yeah. It's not natural. No. You know? It should it should be easy. Should be fun. <laughs> Listen, if you're not having fun having sex, no. There's a problem. There's a big problem. Yeah. 
So sad. All right. Paige, you're great. You deserve better. That's what we're going on. (laughs) (laughs) Listeners, men, if you are not putting out to your wife and giving it to her the way she wants, you suck. Okay. Pro tip. Yes. I say this all the time. Don't be a dick. If you want her to suck your dick like nobody's business, mm-hmm. eat her fucking pussy. Mm-hmm. Take you, out the trash. If you want her to get on top, <laughs> clean the and kitchen, fuck the shit out of you. Get on top of her and fuck the shit out of her. There you go. Don't be fucking selfish. Clean the kitchen. <laughs> Take care of the yard. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Vacuum out the car. Do Listen. these things. Right. If you want your girl to make you come, make her fucking come. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Make her come 15 times. She'll do whatever the fuck you want. There you go. Anything. All right. Talk about you want to see somebody get submissive, make her come. (laughs) (laughs) Am I lying? Yes. Take out the trash and do the dishes and all that other bullshit. Make her fucking come. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. Well, okay. We'll end it then. Okay, John. Until next time, make all your make her fucking come fantasies become realities. (laughs) 